something to believe Maybe it's God for you Maybe you think that everything Hello everyone, I'm Jeff Benda and you're listening to the Fargo Catholic Podcast. During the month of November, the Catholic Church traditionally remembers the poor souls in purgatory. And the first of November is a solemnity, a holy day of obligation of all saints. But most people don't even realize it, don't even think about it, because they're so caught up with Halloween the day before. But it's difficult to sell the holy day, to sell grace, but it's easy to sell stupid-looking costumes and yard decorations. I have nothing against Halloween, okay? I've dressed up before. I've gone to Halloween parties before. I now have a three-and-a-half-year-old daughter who dressed up as a lion, and I took her trick-or-treating tonight with my wife. But it seems that Halloween trumps the holy day because it really does seem to be just about the costumes and the decorations. There's money in that, and there's not in the other, so Halloween is very popular, and All Saints Day isn't. How many of you pray for your deceased parents or grandparents? Have you ever prayed for your ancestors? After all, without them, you wouldn't even be here. You still carry their genes in you, but unfortunately, we as human beings have very short memories. A few years after we're gone, very few people will remember who we are. How many of you who live right here in the Fargo area even know anything about the person our city is named after? His name was William Fargo, by the way. Like William Fargo, we're here today and gone tomorrow. And even if you get a town named after you, will anyone really remember you? I think today especially, it's important for us to reflect on the words of Jesus from the Gospel of Matthew. It's chapter 6, verse 20, and Jesus teaches us to build up for yourself treasure in heaven. Because when we leave here, none of us can take our treasures with us. There's a great quote from Job himself in the first chapter of the book of Job. Naked I came forth from my mother's womb and naked shall I go back there. I know most of you are familiar with the Nicene Creed because that's the one we say at Mass on Sundays, right after the readings and the homily. But how many of you know the Apostles' Creed, the shorter version, the one that we pray at the beginning of the rosary? In it we pray and make a solemn profession about a main belief of our religion, of our Catholic faith, and that is the communion of saints. How many of us speed right through that part, towards the end? I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. The communion of saints. Now, what does that mean? It means that we here on earth, we Christians here on earth, and the saints who have conquered sin and death and are in heaven, and our brothers and sisters, our friends, our family members who are in purgatory. We are all members of one family. We here on earth are supposed to help the souls in purgatory by applying to them merits that they can't earn for themselves in purgatory. We do it in prayer and good works for them. 
And then when they are completely purified and released from purgatory and enter into heaven where they get to fully participate in the eternal joys of heaven, then they in turn help us through their intercession with God. This is the communion of saints. We are all helping one another because we are members of the same family. And it's very important for all of us to remember that, and especially this November. I remember at the age of 18, during my first semester of college at the University of North Dakota, I worked as a CNA, a nurse's aide at a nursing home in a nearby small town. And one evening I had a patient, Larry, who was dying. He was very close to death. And I remember his son had been called to come, but there was a big snowstorm that night and he was having trouble getting there. So, so I told the head nurse that she would have to help get my other patients ready for bed because I was going to sit and stay with Larry so he wasn't alone in his last couple of hours. Well, the nurse yelled at me and threatened to have me fired, and I ignored her and began to bathe Larry and shave him, comb his hair, and put clean pajamas on him so he would look his best at the end. Larry's son arrived just after midnight, and Larry died less than 30 minutes later. And I gotta be honest with you, I was fired the next day. Nursing homes have a stigma about them. It is said that people dump their loved ones in a nursing home and forget all about them. And I know that's not always the case, but it does happen. We hear about it. We may have even seen it ourselves. I was thinking about this because my own mother, she just went to Mayo in Rochester, Minnesota last week for a hip replacement surgery and opted to stay for a week in what she was told would be a rehab facility. Well, this past Monday morning, she called me crying to say they had dumped her in a local nursing home. She'll only be there a total of six days, less than a week. But because it was a nursing home, she felt scared and abandoned. Now, I just talked to my mom a couple hours ago on the phone, and she's feeling better about her situation now that she's realized that the staff there is wonderful, the food isn't that bad, and she has a single room to herself so she can turn up the TV as loud as she wants. But getting back to my point, we do at times forget about people. We do the same with death itself. Ah, well, Larry led a good life. Farewell, Larry. And then we forget about them forever. But we need to remember, we live forever. We live forever. We have a whole eternity in front of us. Let's remember that we are members of the family that Jesus established on earth. We are children of God through our adoption, and we're supposed to help and share with each other. It wouldn't kill you to put a small list together of people, friends, and family who are near and dear to you, alive and deceased, and pray for them every day. Or maybe you get together with your family, your spouse, your kids, and you set a little time aside on Sundays to pray. And it wouldn't be too much to ask if you were to pray especially for your parents. Look at all that they have done for you. They gave you life. They sacrificed themselves to make sure that you were safe and fed and clothed and had a roof over your head. They sacrificed themselves to make sure you had a good education, maybe better than they had. But what thanks do they get? Just last week at youth group, I talked to the teens about the fourth commandment honor your father and mother. 
And when we look at the Ten Commandments, there is one that has a promise attached, and that is the fourth of honoring your father and mother. There is a promise of long life and happiness attached to that commandment. Did any of you know that? Next time you have your Bible in front of you, look up Exodus chapter 20 that lists the Ten Commandments. It says, Honor your father and mother, that you may have a long life in the land the Lord your God is giving you. And then turn to Deuteronomy chapter 5 that also lists the Ten Commandments. That one says, Honor your father and mother as the Lord your God has commanded you, that you may have a long life and that you may prosper in the land the Lord is giving you. November is here, which means Thanksgiving and Christmas is near. But it shouldn't take this time of year to think about our parents. We should do it always. We should remember and pray for our parents, our grandparents, all of our ancestors who have died. We owe them so much, and God will be pleased with us for doing that. On this All Saints Day, Thursday, November 1st, let us pray that God will help us to imitate the example of the saints who show us the way to Christ. And this Friday, All Souls Day, the commemoration of all the faithful departed, let us pray for all those who have died our friends, our family members, our ancestors, and ask that our God, the God of the living and the dead, who raised Jesus from the dead, that he raise up those who have died and grant that we may share eternal glory with them. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And guys, don't forget to go to Mass. On All Saints Day, you have lots of opportunities here in the Fargo area. St. Anthony's at 6.45 a.m. St. Anne and Joachim and St. Mary's Cathedral, 7 a.m. Here at Holy Cross in West Fargo, we've got an 8.45 in the morning, 12.15, and a 5.30 at night. And St. Mary's Cathedral and Blessed Sacrament both have a 7 p.m. on Thursday night. No excuses. Get to Mass. And God bless.